What does motion sound like? With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. Welcome back to the Troop Leader Experience Podcast. I'm your host, Sarah, and I'm back with another Ask Me Anything episode. Actually, I think this whole month is still going to be Ask Me Anything episodes because I have a lot of them that you guys have submitted. So I like answering your questions. This is a lot more accessible and easy for me to do than those like really research-driven episodes. Even though I really like the research-driven episodes, it makes my research heart happy, but it's just a lot of work, which is not very sustainable. And that's when I start getting into like missing weeks and all that. And I don't want to do that anymore. So the premise of the Ask Me Anything episodes is if you and I were to go to coffee or lunch or really anything involving food or drinks, what would you want to pick my brain about? Anything related to leading a troop or Girl Scouts in general? So this first one, I I think I'm going to leave anonymous because this person says uh, they have a multi-level troop and she says, quote unquote, I'm over the seniors and ambassadors. Basically, she goes on to explain that the seniors and ambassadors want to plan activities that uh, would involve troop funds that would specifically be for seniors and ambassadors. And she says, how does your troop determine how much money can be spent for just a particular level? We've done pretty much things as a troop as a whole. Um, I have had to tell the seniors and ambassadors that the money is not theirs exclusively, but for the whole troop. So they're aware that there are limitations. How does your troop handle finances when it comes to that? So it's interesting to me that this would come up at the senior and ambassador level because um, in a perfect world, these conversations would be happening from way earlier than senior and ambassador level, just from a troop leadership perspective, as in the girls are participating in the leadership of their troop. By senior and ambassador level, they should really know pretty well what's going on with troop funds and also contribute to the decision making process of how troop funds are handled. And in a perfect world, at this point, the seniors and ambassadors would be making decisions with you about how to balance troop funds so that it's fair and accessible for everyone. But I will go ahead and tell you what I did with a troop of daisies through cadets. So we had daisies, brownies, juniors, and cadets. And we had girls at most of the grade levels. We skipped a couple grade levels here and there, but we had girls at um, most of the grade levels from kindergarten through seventh. And basically we, and if you're new here, I don't currently have an active troop. My troop actually disbanded um, or, I mean, that's not really true, but all the girls that I had been with turned over and we had a bunch of new girls at the younger levels come in. And so I transitioned it 
to some other troop leaders to take over, and I kind of retired from the troop along with my girls with the intention of starting a new troop closer to home when the time was right for my family. And I was really thinking about starting a troop again this fall, but we are definitely moving next summer. And I'm not sure if we're moving locally or if we're making a big move. So this will be the first time I think that I'm talking about this on the podcast. I don't think I've shared this before, but we're actually talking about moving my husband and I to a completely different state. And um, so moving a good 1200 miles from here and no longer being based out of Arizona. And I really love my council, so that's really sad to me from a Girl Scout perspective. But um, yeah, we're just in a phase of our lives where we're talking about where we want to go, and it it's highly possible that we will make a big move in July of 2024 to a totally different state. And I don't want to start a troop just to leave them. So for now, we're in between troops and I'm just involved with supporting other troops and supporting the service unit and supporting the council as a whole and the movement as a whole. So that's really what I've been focused on um, for the past two years. And that's what I'm going to focus on this year as well. And then next year, I would love to start a new troop if we can get settled wherever we move (laughs) in time for back to troop season. Anyway. Back to this question. So what we did in my multi-level troop is we uh, actually, in the beginning, we had just like daisies and brownies in the beginning, and we did everything together. Like just point blank, we did everything together. By the time we had daisies, brownies, juniors, we started to sometimes have activities with progression that our older girls were prepared for and our younger girls or our newest troop members were not prepared for. And that's how it really first started showing up for us. Not so much as an age difference thing, but as a progression thing, which is kind of tied into the age thing as well. Uh, Just we had girls who had more experience with overnights and who could travel a little bit further away. And yes, also as they continued to get older and they wanted to diversify their Girl Scout experiences and we wanted to diversify our Girl Scout experiences from a safety guidelines perspective, there were activities that the older girls could, you know, safely participate in according to Girl Scout guidelines that the youngest girls could not. So what we did was we tried to always balance an opportunity for each level. So um, sometimes there would be combined levels, like maybe the juniors and cadets could do something that the daisies and brownies couldn't do, and then we'd do a daisy and brownie event separately, or we would do individual levels, like just daisies, just brownies, just juniors, just cadets. Sometimes it would be something that would be specific just for cadets and then the daisies brownies juniors would do something all together as an alternative but the point was that there was always enough to participate in at each level that you could have 
kind of an equitable experience. And I want to really focus on the word equitable as well, not equal, because some things just cost more money. (laughs) So if the oldest girls are planning an international trip, but you also, like, let's say you have daisies all the way through seniors and ambassadors, right? The seniors and ambassadors might be planning an international trip, The daisies are still trying to prepare for one night overnight in town, right? Or whatever, wherever they are in their progression for (laughs) traveling and spending nights together. And that um, there's just a really big discrepancy there. And so even if, if we wanted to plan alternative activities for other levels, I mean, financially, it's not going to be equal. And as far as like life experience, it's not going to be equal (laughs) traveling to another country together as a troop uh, for older girls is just there's not going to be an equal activity for the younger girls. But you can do something fun that uh, the younger girls are still working towards that and it gives them something to look forward to. So this is something we implemented in my troop where we had Well, we had this really great progression plan all the way through high school where girls could look forward to specific milestones at future levels. And being in a multi-level experience gave them the opportunity to see what was ahead. So, you know, juniors would earn their... Uh, bronze award and we would share that with the troop so the younger girls would know that was something that they were looking forward to the cadets were working on their silver awards we also did a sixth grade trip which was their first trip out of state together specifically for sixth graders and the intention was that we had two grades that were like back to back so we had um going into the pandemic we had fifth graders and sixth graders the sixth graders had their own trip planned and the intention was that the next year the new crop of sixth graders would get their own sixth grade trip and even though they would all technically be cadets sixth and seventh grade the seventh graders would have already gotten their sixth grade trip so now the new crop of sixth graders would get their own sixth grade trip we also had intentions that then the cadets that that group of cadets both grades would work toward a bigger trip together that hopefully then the seventh and eighth grade uh years when the older ones were in eighth grade and then the the next level down obviously was seventh grade that they would plan a trip together that would be flying somewhere but still stateside and then working our way up to in high school planning an international trip together and Being able to watch the process of planning, fundraising, and uh, picking where they want to go, like all of those logistics, and then getting to see photos and hear about the girls' experiences, that's something that younger girls could watch and look forward to and start generating ideas around what they wanted to do one day when they got to that level. So that was really like our vision and and some other examples would be we had um like a camping trip that was only for girls who were like ready for a camp out (laughs) and not all the girls were uh it was i think about four hours away from home and it was for the whole weekend so two nights four hours away from home so 
many of our younger girls are daisies and brownies would not have been ready for a trip like that daisies definitely but brownies would not have been ready for a trip like that many of them um because it's just a lot further away we did have some go but it's just a lot further away and the so we did like kind of an older girl or longer term girl scout further along in their progression camping trip but to try to balance it out, we did, and people don't like this um, this nickname for the event, but we did like a kidnap breakfast. And by that, I mean, the parents all knew about the plan. They were in on the plan. They approved the plan. We, sh- But the girls, it was a surprise. We showed up at their house really early and uh, in their pajamas with bedhead, we took them to get breakfast at a um, Denny's. And so we got like a whole little room uh, in Denny's to ourselves and we had all the younger girls in their pajamas with their bed head and it was so fun. And as we picked up girls, they would all go ring the doorbell for the next girl to pick up and they would yell surprise and things like that. And, and it was a very, very good time. And then and we had like a 12 passenger van and we picked them all up and then we dropped them all back off afterwards. So it was a really, really good time. Now, did that cost the same amount? No, it cost breakfast and the cost of renting a van for half a day. But so that did not cost the same as a whole weekend camping trip. But it was a special experience that was just for younger girls. The older girls did not participate. They were not invited. They were not included because they had opportunities to participate in activities that the younger girls couldn't. And honestly, <laughs> we didn't get any objections or complaints from any girls or families because we just communicated about that, that there's always more fun to be had. And as long as all the girls have opportunities to have fun and there's room for built-in progression, that they're working towards their next step, then that's part of the fun of having a multi-level troop. So I'm going to also add on to this. One more thing that I want to say about this topic is that If you have a multi-level troop, especially with like young girls, you may not go all the way to daisies. I don't know. The person who asked this question did not specify which levels they have, but they just said multi-level troop. But if you have young girls alongside these seniors and ambassadors for the love of retention, please give senior and ambassador girls an opportunity to do things that they want to do that are special, that are just for them to be older girls together without the little girls. It's wonderful to do things together as a multi-level troop. And that's a really beautiful part of having a multi-level troop is that you have that like built-in mentorship and almost like a big sister, little sister type of opportunity there. And That is just really special and fun to watch. But the older girls need time and space to be older girls. They need to be able to have conversations that are relevant to high schoolers that they can't have in front of the little girls. They need to, and and I don't mean like anything inappropriate, but I just mean talking about friendship drama or crushes or things like that of that nature that might just not be conversation for an elementary schooler, right? So uh, the older girls need space to just be together and to feel like they have a chance to just be 
bonded as older girls on their own. I think that's actually a really good use of troop funds. And as long as it's not wiping out your account and you're able to balance it with something for the younger girls, maybe you even have the older girls plan something for the younger girls and in exchange they also get an opportunity to do something that's just for them there's lots and lots of ways you can do it but the point is instead of pushing back against them take a moment to take a step back and listen to what it is they're telling you they want because they're telling you and i think with the huge problem of retention with older girls in girl scouts the number one thing we can do is listen to them when they tell us as adults what it is that they want out of their girl scout experience and trying to make that possible for them or trying to help show them how that would be possible is better than telling them no for like a million and ten reasons so hopefully that's helpful i think if you don't have a multi-level troop it's a lot less relevant but i guess it can come up in the way of what about girls who can't make it to events and how do you balance the kind of fairness of people not being able to make it and i think this is something that i may even have another question submitted about this but this is something that comes up sometimes when you plan something big and girls are not able to participate in the big event or the big activity or the big field trip or the big guest speaker they can't make it to that meeting and it's disappointing it's a big deal they're gonna miss out on a big experience but really what i always say in those situations is there's always going to be more fun to be had that girl is still going to have a completely full and meaningful experience even if she can't make it to a particular event there's never one event there's never one thing there's fun all year long and there's things to do all year long and there's progression and development and setting goals and achieving goals and innovating and risk-taking and leadership for all girls no matter how much they are or are not able to attend or participate so that's one way it comes up even if you don't have a multi-level troop but this conversation of balancing the troop finances with a multi-level troop comes up again and again and again so uh, i hope that that is helpful i hope that gives some insight into and some perspective and i would love to hear about some of the ways that if you have a multi-level troop what you do to create equitable experiences across the levels uh, do you go for financial equity do you go for like experiential equity do you go for what i said like a built-in progression that girls can look forward to to know what's coming ahead and they can progress up into that what are some ways you do that in your troop i'd love to hear so you can email me at girlscoutpodcast at gmail.com or join us on facebook if you have a facebook i know a lot of people don't use facebook anymore but if you have a facebook even if you don't really use it for like personal updates but you join groups or you just kind of like occasionally check in we have a, a facebook group that's like a very positive environment a great um a great group of people like-minded similar core values all here to do the same thing really respectful of each other and of the organization it stays really really positive in there and you can access that at facebook.com slash Girl Scout podcast. That's actually the Facebook page. So if you'll go ahead and take a moment to like that page and then there is a little link to join the group from that page. That is the easiest way to join us. 
So hopefully we'll see you over there. So you can also share in there and that way everybody can hear about it. But if you don't have Facebook, you can email me. It's just girlscoutpodcast at gmail.com. I also wanted to let you know in case you haven't seen, we did send out an email out about it today, but I have been busy adding so much new cool stuff to Etsy. I've been meaning to do this for a while, but I finally, uh, I finally got around to getting some more listings in there. I'm trying to chip away at them. I have so many in drafts and I'm just like trying to get them added as quickly as possible for you. Um, Some really new, cool, fun stuff. Let me rephrase that. Some really cool, fun, new stuff. It's not really new. I mean, it's new. It's how how much more new can you be? But but it's really cool and fun and it's also new. (laughs) So anyway, I would love for you to check out the Etsy and to see if there's anything you want to treat yourself or treat your girls or treat your daughter in your troop or whatever. Um, There's unisex sizing for all of the apparel um, and it goes up into very inclusive sizing. We have up to four and five X in all the adult apparel. That's really, really important to me that it's really size inclusive and there's no additional cost for plus sizes. So the cost of the item is the cost of the item, no matter the size. Uh, There's also some girl apparel in there. I'm working on adding more girl apparel, but apparel for kids is just much more, um, I guess, regulated by Etsy. So I've just been, in the past, I didn't even have any girl apparel on the store. And so I've been working on adding some girl apparel on there. There's also things like tote bags, coffee mugs, travel mugs. I have a couple of blankets, like throw blankets in there, really cozy, cuddly throw blankets. And I even have a couple of pillows, which are technically like throw pillows, but they have Girl Scout saying things on them. I think they would be really fun, especially for kids to be able to take camping or to sleepovers, uh, to take that instead of like a full-sized pillow and for it to be Girl Scout themed. I think just think that would be so fun. And so that's all on there. And I do have a couple of digital resources. That is something I really want to add to. There's so many things that I've used or I've created for myself over the years, and I'd love to adapt it into a format that would be usable for you. That's on my list. I know I've like kind of promised, oh, I'm going to I'll work on this and I'll get it added. It's it is on my running to do list. It just it uh, it's a lot of work. So I am working on getting more digital resources in there. But there's some coloring pages. There's some certificates that I think are really cute. I've gotten a lot of compliments on them. So you'll find that kind of stuff in there. And I'm working on getting more like I guess, templated, like usable things for you, um, help you plan your year, some more activity type things. Uh, that's what I'm <laughs> slowly trying to chip away at creating for you. But I just I don't really have much of that in there yet. But digital resources to come. But for now, it's primarily like apparel and um accessory fun things. So go check that out. You can access it at troopleadertees.com. It is actually on Etsy, but I will just route you to Etsy, troopleadertees.com. And yeah, other than that, I really appreciate you being here. Thank you so much for listening and supporting the podcast. If you find this podcast interesting or helpful, 
please leave me a review, a rating and a review. That would be so, so nice. I love them so much. Often you write the nicest things and I even find myself like feeling really emotional about the messages you send me. But if you haven't taken the time to leave a rating and review yet on Spotify, you can leave a rating on Apple, you can leave a rating and review. So on Spotify, it's at the top, but you have to have actually listened to an episode on Spotify in order to be able to leave a rating. And then on Apple, you just scroll all the way down to the bottom and there's a place to give like a five-star rating and then you can choose to actually write out a review if you feel so inclined. I really, really, really do appreciate them. Also, I've had a few trolls on there and the trolls are sad. <laughs> I feel like it's fine. I know that some of the topics I put out there like about LGBTQ plus inclusivity and being a good ally and advocate and Black Lives Matter and how to approach those kind of conversations with your kids. I know that not everybody is going to be <laughs> super positive and supportive of this podcast. I get it. I had a really mean one on Spotify the other day because you you can't leave like an actual rating on or uh, an actual review on Spotify. You can leave a rating. Can't leave an actual review on Spotify. But each of the individual episodes has like a Q&A feature. And so you can do a personal response. And I choose on the admin side whether to make that personal response public but i got a really mean one the other day that basically said they would rather end their life than volunteer for girl scouts and it was just it was just really mean so obviously i did not make that public i deleted it but uh, if you have nice things to say about the podcast please do share. It really does mean a lot anyway, but it also helps curb some of those like really mean comments. But thank you so much for listening and I appreciate you so much and I appreciate everything you do for the girls in your community and I'll see you next week. <laughs>